ladies and gentlemen. It's four minutes past ten. The 18th of January, 2019. Oh, the Chinese year of the... Chinese year. It's only 472 days till Christmas, so you might want to start thinking about putting some decorations up, maybe uh, organising the turkey, because you don't want to get... You don't want them to run out of turkeys if you have to get a pigeon or something. Just go to Leicester Square, scoop one off the ground, done, have it. It's not ideal. It'll do. It's not ideal. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Threshold.fm. YouTube, all across the airwaves, all across the internets, all across the world. It's coffee. It's memes. Steady job and a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30s, lovey. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The lobster HR has many of the top memes, many of the top memes, many of the top memes. The lobster HR has many of the top memes. And that is so true that it's almost unbelievable. How are we all this morning? Welcome to the show. Welcome to Threshold. I'm a little bit hungover. Drank the booze with Jim last night for Rankin Radio. Drank the big boy bottles of beer. Bigger than big-eared boys with biceps as big as Bournemouth. Bigger than a big-eared babe with boobs bigger than Burnley. Feel a little bit, you know, feel a little bit weird. The, um... One laptop was being temperamental this morning. There's a distinct lack of decent news today. Distinct uh, lack... I mean, there's a distinct lack of craziness. You know, I've had to go deep into the archives today. I'm hoping that the weekend will yield some insanity in the world. I mean, you think... It's fucking like seven billion of us. You think someone would do something stupid and newsworthy. I mean, Prince Philip, he's crashed his car. Walked away from it. He's hard. That's that stiff upper lip we keep hearing about. Uh, we've, yeah, I've, I've gone back. I've gone back into the archives. And uh, there's some uh, some people have posted some good bits in the Lobster Crew group. If you're not a Lobster Crew Facebook group member, get in there. There's a link in the YouTube video. Uh, Liam Underwood is trying to nose his way back in uh, with some sort of uh, phony troll account. <laughs> I've seen him. I mean, this guy's name on it, but <laughs> it's uh, funny. He's been banned twice. And uh, he's, he's tried to get back in. His account has six friends and its only posts are like motivational <laughs> quotes. And it's like a Jeff Bezos quote. It's like so inspiring. It's like, come on. That's like the account, it's like the account of someone who uses, who knows that another account is regularly put in Facebook prison. It's like, oh, fucking, I just need to mock something up that looks realistic so that people will accept me into groups. He's probably going to like the, I don't know, anti-vaxxer mums groups to cause trouble or like the Christian dads that vape and going in there and running him up. God bless him. Uh, you know, I've, Obviously, I've warmed to him a lot since uh, he started supporting on Patreon. He's just—he's—he's he's a decent, honest, God-fearing uh, folk uh, out for a better way of life, out for a better quality of shit posting 
on Facebook groups, I think. <laughs> Shit posting's an art form in a, in, in a funny sort of way. Right, look, what have we got in the bloody news? <coughs> Sorry. Gangster jailed for drug heist yells, you fucking ruined my life at a police officer. Well, <laughs> well yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, this from last year, man suspected of swallowing drugs wins standoff with police after refusing to use the toilet for 47 days. I have my uh, own cynicism to level at that. Uh, Yob, Yob's rocket ends up stuck in Spider-Man's bum. Yikes. I mean, it is the year of stuff being inserted uh, into places that it should not be. Rat broke into ATM, ate almost 20 grand and died. It's long and short of that story, really. Uh, this startup fills older people's veins with younger people's blood. Mmm, yum, yum. Putting parsley into your vagine on your periods, bad idea. Going to get into these aphrodisiac crisps. I think they're problematic, um, but we'll find out. Oh, what have we got here? Men reveal the unspoken rules of a public urinal. Well, I've been through that, and it sounds like some... I've, yes, well, some very strange, socially awkward men reveal their unspoken rules about public vaginals. Vaginals? Hmm. That's an interesting crossover, isn't it? The urinal and the vagina. No, that's... Oh... Oh no, what has been seen can never be unseen. Truly, truly harrowing. Uh, Weatherspoons doing Valentine's Day. Uh, Hitler and Eva Vorm may never have had sex. Uh, there's all manner of bollocks in there. What else have we got? Look, going to play some of these bits. We're going to have to decide on a shoe thrower of the week. I think really it's up between that straight from the underground track by Drum Sound and Baseline Smith or um, the. Uh, oh, what? It's gone. Hold on. Where are we? Please, no. Oh, uh, yeah, Space Funk by Inward. <sighs> yeah, that's a hot bit. That's my preference. But, you know, if people in the chat are really adamant, if you're really sort of Baseline Smith extremists, you want to go on a hard Baseline Smith drum sound flex, it's up to you. You know, ultimately Snips will make the decision. He's fair. Hard, but fair. Okay, Good. Right, come on, right, let's get into this. Where we go? Hey, Tabalski, maybe play that one again. Um, uh, let's have this um, Woolly Mammoth VIP uh, Akov uh, bit. It's nice. I'm a fan. If you want to see last night's Rankin' Radio show, me and Jim talking mad shit for an hour. Uh, it's up on the Rankin' Radio Facebook page and we'll be on the Rankin' Radio podcast later today. I personally think it's one of the funniest for maybe even a couple of years. I just, just cried all the way through, basically. Uh, it's, not for the, it's not for the faint-hearted, though.
Yeah, tell you what, one half cold this morning. Oh, below zero. Oh, it's that beast from the east back. These foreign weather conditions coming over here. Well, I've only got a couple of months left till Brexit. Send all these foreign weather conditions home. For <laughs> sake. Hey, Akov done a bootleg of Mr. Happy. Dangerous. Danger, danger. Stranger danger. That's a hot bear. Feel like on a slow week. On the right week. That could take shoe thrower of the week. Not this week though. Sorry, Akov. It's a hot bit, but competition's tough this week. So our role is a genre. <laughs> Communist detective. <laughs> All genres matter. A shoe thrower is a genre. Come on, that's the, I think we a change.org petition to get shoe throwers made a genre on Beatport. That's a dream, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you got you got to have a like I say, you got to have a purpose in life, haven't you? You got to have an aim. You've got to aim at something. Aim at a higher good. The highest possible good you can do. And I genuinely, right now, I mean, I've only had two coffees this morning, so perhaps my brain box isn't quite wired up properly yet. But I can't right now think of a, more, a higher possible good than trying to get Beatport to list shoe throwers as a genre. And then, obviously, someone needs to be employed full time to decide which tunes get into that genre. You know, that's an exclusive club, really, isn't it? It's like um, it's like being a, um, I guess like being an EasyJet Plus card holder. Don't know if you've ever met one, but whew, man, they are going places. You know, they're in the exclusive orange card club. That club will open doors for you. That'll get you into all the hot parties. Think about it, the parties, the girls, the drinks, Ooh, the nightlife. But you'd probably be dead of about six or seven sexually transmitted diseases within... I don't know, a couple of years of being an EasyJet Club, EasyJet Plus card holder. And when you take EasyJet flights, you get that special shout out on the mic, don't you? They're like, and they'd just like to extend a special thank you and welcome to our EasyJet Plus card holders. It's nice to get that exclusive shout out on the mic. Anyway, I digress. 
Right, what have we got? Come on, let's get into this. It's a bit old, but I'm... Man suspected of swallowing drugs wins standoff with police after refusing to use toilet for 47 days. Um, The Mar Chambers, released from custody uh, and taken to hospital following medical and legal advice heralding the end of Poo Watch. Man suspected of swallowing a stash of drugs as one is freedom and a standoff with police after refusing to go to the toilet for 47 days. I don't believe it's possible. I genuinely don't believe that it is possible to not poo for 47 days without dying. It just seems really unlikely. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I mean, how much drugs could you have in you that would make it worth doing? I mean, maybe he's, I don't know. Well, let's read on, shall we? You know, I mean, I always questioned it at the time. This is actually from March last year. This is old news, but it bears repeating. Lamar Chambers was arrested in Harrow, uh, Harlow, sorry, Essex, on the 17th of January and charged with two counts of possessing Class A drugs with intent to supply. 24, the 24-year-old refused to take laxatives or to be x-rayed during the time in custody, but continued to eat and drink. Essex police tweeted daily updates of what they described as poo watch. <laughs> police on Twitter are having a fucking... There's bloody Mardi Gras every day on Twitter for police. They don't give a fuck. Uh, but officers decided to release Mr Chambers from custody on Monday following medical and legal advice from the Crown Prosecution Service. They dropped the charges. Although Mr. Chambers was re-arrested on a separate charge of being con- <laughs> uh, concerned in the supply of a Class A drug, he was released on bail and taken by police uh, by a police guard to hospital for medical treatment. <sighs> Man, he's full of shit at that point, isn't he? On the basis of all the medical evidence in this case, it is most appropriate, both in the interest of Mr. Chambers and of justice, to ensure he receives the hospital treatment he needs. <clears throat> what a world, eh? What a world. Wow, woman lived with an entire tramadol packet in her throat for 17 days. Jesus, that's impressive. We're going to have a little... Uh, I mean, I can't imagine there's too much more to the story than the headline, but it's probably worth checking, isn't it? Um, where detainees are suspected of ingesting or concealing drugs inside their body, we must balance overseeing their welfare and ensuring that evidence is captured to ensure the best possible chance of a prosecution. Mr Chambers allegedly swallowed a packet of crack cocaine and heroin while being chased by officers uh, from Essex Police. Uh, Operation Raptor. Ooh, that sounds fun. Clever girl. Uh, Operation Raptor West. Uh, the gangs and urban street crime unit uh, for Harrow, Harlow, sorry, Epping Forest, Brentwood and The Rock. Police have applied to keep Mr Chambers in custody at seven separate court hearings as they waited for him to empty his bowels or allow doctors to retrieve the package. Uh, that he was suspected of swallowing. Get a, get a hand up him. Come on. Fuck, rock him like a glove puppet. Uh, on, on day 19 of his arrest, officers tweeted, Male doesn't seem to understand that eventually he will need slash have to go. It, um... Surely, though, just... I just don't believe it's possible like that you could continue to eat for over a month without going... Don't like it. Makes me feel weird. I don't like this film, mummy. Turn it off. Anyway, woman lived with entire tramadol packet in her throat for 17 days. I had no idea, she says. It took four separate trips to the hospital before doctors diagnosed the problem. What's wrong with people? Woman lived with a plastic pill packet in her throat for 17 days without realising, according to Medical Journal. The patient, who's not been named, swallowed the packet of painkillers, tramadol, in the middle of the night last night. Uh, sorry, last November. 
The woman from Northern Ireland, who was in her 40s, had to make four separate hospital visits over a three-week period before doctors found the packet. God, there's a picture of it, and yep, it's as you imagine. It's a small blister pack. Oh, God, it's one of those long f- fuckers. They're thin, but long. You know, about yay sort of size. Got about, I don't know, eight, eight to ten dingers in it. I had no idea I swallowed this. How could you have no idea you swallowed it? It was very frightening three weeks, and I couldn't believe when I saw the picture. I mean, like, and you were, what, eating around it? She added, she added that the morning after... <clears throat> she, she added that the morning after she swallowed the packet, she felt discomfort and went to the emergency department. The pill packet did not show up on the x-ray, so the woman and the woman was described as fit and well. Doctors told her to come back. So what, she... I had no idea I swallowed it. She added the morning after she swallowed it, she felt discomfort. I, hmm. Um, there's something going on here. <laughs> something going on. I had some kind of weird sex, I suspect. She's probably an Instagram witch, isn't she? Pill packet did not show up. A doctor started to come back if there was no improvement, and the woman was in hospital three days later. She spent two nights in hospital where she was treated with steroids and painkillers until her symptoms improved and then she was discharged. Five days later, she returned to the hospital to have a special x-ray that focuses on the back of the mouth and throat, but the results were determined to be normal. On her fourth visit, doctors performed a camera test and finally pinpointed the issue. (laughs) Images taken showed the pill packet lodged in the woman's throat and was safely removed after 17 days of ingestion. Damn. Uh, David McCrory who wrote about the case, said she had swallowed her tramadol tablets whole in the foil packet and it was lodged in her upper esophagus. Do you think that maybe she a bit thick and had thought, I'll better take some painkillers because, you know, I'm in pain and then just swallowed them, go, oh, what do you do with this? I guess you just put the whole thing down there. Yeah, yeah, that should do it. Assuming the whole thing would dissolve. I don't know. I can only speculate. Um, but I'm not going to speculate further. I just—it's uh, hold on. Look. All right. Uh, mm, okay, we're going to save the 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 um, the big ones for the end. Uh, let's have um, let's have this uh, this dub physics bit. Let's play it maybe last week, but um, it's good. Babblegats, uh, babblegats. Uh, it's a nice bit. <laughs>
That is Bubble of Gats by Dub Physics. Spicy little number. Yeah. What label's that on? I want to say Exit. Yeah. Yeah. Bubble of Gats, Dub Physics, fine bit of gear for your Friday. Stick that where the sun don't shine and enjoy the after effects. Right, come on, what else have we got? Uh, this startup fills older people's veins with younger people's blood. Jeff Parsons of the Metro reports, 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 reports. Staying young is all about eating right, exercising regularly, and taking care of your mental health. Is it? Is it Jeff Parsons? What, are you a medical professional? Are you some kind of physician, a doctor? Have you done research into this? Yeah? That'll make you stay young, will it? What, forever? Or is that the key to immortality? Is that what you're saying? So what you're saying is, Jeff Parsons, that you can live forever if you eat right, exercise regularly, and take care of your mental health. Would you be able to define what you mean by eat right, Jeff Parsons? You think you're bloody God, don't you? You think you're God. You're not. You're just two-bit metro hack. Anyway, um, or if that sounds like too much work, just swap out your body's entire supply of blood for uh, some of someone younger and more virile. Ain't no one more virile than me, mate. Lobsters. Uh, that's the idea behind US startup called Ambrosia Medical, named after the drink of the gods from Greek mythology, not the custard. Charges uh, volunteers $8,000 to participate in the trial for one litre of blood. Uh, and the company says it has hundreds of inquiries. But it does. We must stress that there is absolutely no clinical evidence that suggests swapping out your blood has any effect on prolonging your life. Uh, it's not necessarily meant to be about prolonging life, is it? I thought it was about making you feel, you know, feel like a fucking god. Uh, still, Ambrosia Medical just told Business Insider that it's up and running in five cities in the US and is now accepting down payments on its website through PayPal. Bet they fucking are. Uh, the company, as well as some investors, definitely reckon this vampirish blood therapy could become big business. Rogan's been on about this for ages. Uh, the company's founder, Jesse Kamazin, won't disclose the results of a clinical trial where young people's blood was injected into older people's bodies, but said that the results were positive. Um, he said, the results, Papa, is that it? <laughs> um, Kamazin says the trial was an investigational study. We saw some interesting things, we do plan, and we do plan to publish the data. We want to begin to open clinics where the treatment will be made available. Uh, they now have a little piece here. It says, can young blood really rejuvenate you? In previous research, scientists from California Biotech uh, Alcahest injected the blood of 18-year-old volunteers into year-old mice, the equivalent of being 50 in human terms. Uh, the researchers found that the young human blood made the mice act young, running around in more open spaces. Uh, maze tests also showed that their memory had improved. Uh, we see a rejuvenation effect, said one of the Alka-Hest researchers, uh, Sakura Minami, they told the new scientist. Young human plasma improves cognition. Their memory was preserved. <clears throat> Even so, we think we'll stick to exercise and clean eating to keep sprightly. Yeah, you do that, Jeff Parsons of the Metro. You obviously know so much about it. You're obviously some fucking oracle of good health, aren't you, Jesper? Fucking what, Jeff Parsons of the Metro? You two bit, two bit hack. <laughs> I want some of these this young people blood. I right, get me some of that Gen Z blood in there. Mm, 
Lovely stuff. Get it in. I'll take it all. I'll drink it. Come on, turn up the other stock, and then I can stop injecting my own semen into my arm to make my back pain go away. I'll just get some uh, Gen Z blood instead. I mean, younger. Take it younger. I'll give me give me the baby's blood. I'll drink the blood of the infants. Uh, these uh, shape shifting uh, interdimensional vampires. They're drinking the uh, blood of um, of Mexican children. Uh, that's why they don't want. The, that's why they want the border wall because they need to uh, surround Mexico so they can harvest the blood of the infants. I think. Anyway, I'm not 100% sure. What else we got? Putting parsley in your vagina to bring on your period is a dangerous idea. This sounds... This has Instagram witches written all over it. Uh, Ellen Scott of the Metro, she reports on all things um, vaginal insertion. Uh, as someone who regularly writes about things that shouldn't go inside... <laughs> there you go. As someone who regularly writes about things that shouldn't go inside your vagina, lush bath bombs, Vicks Vaporub, cocaine, us, you know, pff, smaller humans, um, it's often... I often get sent articles and tweets about genitals. This week, a pal, a pal sent over an article about making your periods come earlier, uh, asking whether or not it's okay that the writer had recommended inserting parsley into the vagina. Answer, no, it's not. This is an article of Mary Claire. While few of us, while few of us would feature parsley as the main part of a, da- a dish, it turns out the herb is a mild amenagogo, amenagogu. Anyway, it can help kickstart your period, so you might want to look into some parsley recipes ASAP. Reads the article in Mary Claire. Parsley can help soften your cervix and leaven out hormonal imbalances that could be delaying your cycle, helping your period come faster. If you're struggling to find a dish based on parsley, don't panic. The most effective forms are said to be parsley tea and parsley vaginal inserts. What they fail to mention is that the recommendation of putting parsley in your vagine has a dangerous history. Uh, It's long been touted as a way to carry out home abortions, Jesus, and often used by women who don't have safe legal access to abortion around the world. Oh, this is a long old article. Perhaps I should have looked into this. Well, look, okay, look, I think what we can probably uh, glean from this is parsley. It's a no-go. Add it to the list. Stuff not to go in there. Um, it probably is worth actually, maybe, rather than just listing every single thing in the world that shouldn't go in there, might be worth just listing a sort of safe objects, safe things, like um, tampon, penis, other but other bits of a human of another person and your own something that is attached to a human that's fine and um i don't know something specifically designed to go in there but outside of that perhaps it's worth just you know look do what you want it's an open free society i'm not here to tell women what to do with their vaginas that much is goddamn true you know don't don't take anything i say with a pinch of salt i'm just saying don't put parsley in there I'm only going on Ellen Scott's word, but I think she knows what she's talking about. You could describe her as an expert on the subject. She's written extensively about it. She's put her 10,000 Gladwellian hours into it. And God bless her for it. You know, God bless her. Lobsters. Right, okay. Um, All right, come on, let's get into the bloody crisps. Tyrrell's launch aphrodisiac crisps to get you in the mood this Valentine's. Uh, There's a lot to love about crisps, but they don't usually scream sexy. These new aphrodisiac crisps from Tyrrells, though, claim to get your pulse racing. Oh, they've got Viagra in them. Wow. No, 
Well, they're honey and chili flavoured, okay? They've released a limited edition honey and chili flavour for Valentine's Day. Apparently, honey with the spice of chili will heat up date night as both ingredients have provocative effects on the body by releasing endorphins and increasing your heart rate. Um, I mean, there's going to be some creeps out there wondering how many packets they need to sort of feed a, a girl to get let out of the friend zone, aren't they? I mean, someone's going to use these for evil. If they work, you know, I'm going on the assumption that they are an aphrodisiac. I mean, what are you going to need? Like 10 packets? Is that enough? You know, to get someone really, you know, really yeah, really in the mood. Someone's going to use them for evil, you know, and uh, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Uh, what are the aphrodisiac crisps like? Uh, I'm absolutely not a crisp fan. In fact, I have a whole box filled with leftover packets that people have brought to my parties and have never been opened. How many parties are you having where people feel obliged to bring crisps? But Tyrrell's sweet chilli crisps are one of my favourite flavours when I do indulge. Adding honey seemed like a great idea to me, a bit of sweetness to cut through the spicy taste. And when I tried them, they were certainly delicious. The crisps are, well, very crisp. Just the right amount of chilli and sweet honey. As for the effects... I can't say I was out. Uh, I can't say I suddenly found the stench of dick in my nostrils, and wasn't out absolutely gagging. Uh, but uh, uh, I'd buy them for taste alone. Okay, but maybe sitting at my desk wasn't the perfect environment. Well, you know, as long as people are not using them for evil, it's fine by me. Okay, you know, I know people aren't necessarily coming to me for advice on crisps, and I don't think they should. Even if I claim to be some sort of crisp expert, which I don't, well, I could. All right, I'm a crisp expert, but, you know, again, take what I say with a pinch of salt. Right, come on, let's, uh, okay, let's do it. Let's do this inward, inward bit, space funk. Oh, what a tune. Like I say, it's a bit of a slow day for news. I mean, it's not a slow day for really awful, violent, horrible news. But, you know, for amusing stuff, quite slow.
Damn! Space Funk by M-Word. Hot diggity dog. If that ain't a shoe thrower, then my cock's a kipper. There's nowhere I can throw this where it won't smash something into oblivion. Lord of mercy. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. All the wise men. Mm. Dave Long, he says, someone finally putting the funk back into neurofunk. Line to a grey. <laughs> Jade Ryder, can't wait till some DJ gets knocked out with a shoe and you get the blame. Yeah, fine, blame me if you want. Blame me. <laughs> Lovely. Space Funk, inward. I, yeah, that gets my vote for Shoe Throw of the Week, but we will play... Straight from the Underground by Drum Sound and Baseline Smith. In a couple of minutes. And then we can all decide and then go back to our wives. Yobs! Rocket ends up stuck in ornamental Spider-Man's bum. Um, this comes, uh, comes from the uh, Daily Gazette. The Essex County uh, Standard. Daily Gazette, Essex County Standard. Well, it's two things at once. Gazette News. This makes no fucking sense. Ridiculous. Colchester, four degrees. Okay, fine. Uh, Yob's rocket ends up stuck up ornamental Spider-Man's arse. Um, uh, they, uh, they look like a fun pair, these two. They look a bit like, you know when people go on X Factor and they've got a sob story and their parents are backstage? They look like them, basically. Um, old couple, she, uh, she's thick. I will say, oh lord, she's coming. <laughs> she's, uh, yeah. Uh, Barry Spears of uh, Rixton's Road. Uh, they've doxed him, okay. Barry Spears, 74, of Rixton's Road, with them, said the item was found lodged inside the unusual ornament on New Year's Day. It had flown into their garden, narrowly missing an aviary housing about 30 birds in their home. Uh, Mr. Spears said, that happened. On my porch, it could have blown my house up. All right, well, I think um, I think you might be overestimating the power of rockets, of uh, fireworks. I think it would blow the house up. I mean, it could certainly set it on fire, but uh, look, all right. Look, Matt, he's obviously he's not an expert. He's not an explosives expert. I'll give him that. 
It's Barry Spears. It's Britney's dad. Uh, he's just trying to go about his life um, housing a garden full of really weird ornaments. And Spider-Man has been sort of anally invaded, I guess, by a rocket, which is unfortunate way to start the year, really. I think... Um, I wouldn't fancy that. That's not, that is not how you want to go into 2019. It flown into the garden now. And even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen all of that. There could have been a child sitting there. Or one of us. Why would there be a child sitting there in the middle of the night uh, on the porch with her arse out? It's unlikely. It's just not... Yeah. Okay, think of the children. Massive beef-flavoured hula hoop found in Stroud. <laughs> oh, God. Um, just imagine... You were standing there and it hit you. It doesn't bear thinking about. Sure, I mean, you can imagine all sorts of things that, you know, would not bear thinking about. Imagine walking out into the motorway and just standing there. Imagine what would happen if a truck just drove straight into you. Yes, all right. Yeah, cool. That that would be bad. Uh, But luckily, Spider-Man's gaping anus was there to take the the heat. Um, (laughs) We have had little ones before. Uh, that have done no damage, but the stick on this is about three foot long. They've, uh, it's been made as big as a, it's made a hole as big as a saucepan. <clears throat> it, it probably blew up inside. Oh god, that is poor Spider-Man. I mean, he's done quite well to stay largely intact, apart from the sort of hole in his gaping anus. I guess it's blown all his guts out, hasn't it, on the inside? I mean, it's, the Spider-Man is in a weird position. Like, he's sort of like he's really. Um, He's sort of presenting himself in a way. I'm not saying he's asking for it. I'm not saying I'm not victim blaming in no way, shape, or form. But don't know, man. Looks kind of weird. Spears said he uh, bought the comic ornament for 45 quid at a car boot sale. That's the sort of place you'd buy something like that, isn't it? Not on the World Wide Web. <sighs> uh, does it seem like a good deal? He said, I shall probably repair it, but that's not the point. Well, man, like yeah, some uh, some the comments are suitably rabid. Uh, what a waste of journalism! No, you know what? I don't think it was. I think that there is amusement gleaned out of this, um, and I think that it's a lot better than certainly some of uh, Jeff Parsons or Jasper Hamill's articles in the Metro. You could have blown up the house. Where do you find these people? That's written by someone called No Longer Great Britain. <laughs> man, they're a special breed, aren't they? The um, newspaper comment dwellers someone called reasoned says i like this story made me chuckle can't get more random than this on a january morning <laughs> mason Bourne says where to start with this quote-unquote story uh edward tatty syrup <laughs> jesus um what the fuck tatty syrup okay uh says bet that made his spidey senses tingle damn uh colchester dad says i guess it's a slow news day it is actually fountainhead what a drama queen uh, used rocket ends up in plant pot. Why didn't they contact the bomb disposal unit? That would have made a better write-up. Scraping the bottom of the barrel for the stories on this one. <sighs> my rogue rocket... <laughs> Cecil Cardigan says, My rogue rocket often leaves a saucepan-sized hole in Mrs. Cardigan's backside. <laughs> oh, God. Lord alive. Um... Okay, what else have we got? Man, uh, no, rubbish, isn't it? Absolute rubbish. Hey, look, let's play this straight from the underground bit. Uh, it's from the Booyaka EP by Drum Sound and Bass Down Smith. It's on technique, obviously. Most things are these days. Uh, 
Yes, there is indeed a video of someone waving a shoe at Andy C at XOYO. It's great. like a fairly unanimous vote for Space Funk for Shoe Thrower of the Week. So there it is, Space Funk by Inward takes Shoe Thrower of the Week. On this week beginning, what was it beginning then? 14th, 14th of January 2019. Yeah, straight's a good tune though. Drum sound and bass line Smith, straight from the underground. Nice bit of sort of it's jump up really isn't it let's not uh, let's not kid ourselves let's not lie to ourselves anymore let's finally finally for once be honest with ourselves it's jump up okay look what we got toxic people are saying Britney Spears toxic shoe throw of the week that's that yeah you know it's it's hard to argue against that isn't it man claims six foot cat attacked him in Cornwall and could have eaten his girlfriend <laughs> Matthew Wilde 30 from Helston 
Cornwall, phone police after he claims an animal took a swipe at him. Uh, but they threatened to take action against me if I called again. Hmm, T-size to every story here. All right, so it could have eaten your girlfriend, but what, not you because you're hard? Is that what you're saying here? But you, you girlf- your girlfriend's all sort of small and girly, is that what you're getting at here? I think he's a sexist for a start. Uh, not only is he a liar, but he's a sexist. He basically has thrown his girlfriend under the bus to try and look hard and cool in front of the cops. And they're not buying it, understandably. He's probably got previous form. A man claims that he'd been attacked by a six-foot cat in Cornwall who would have eaten his girlfriend had he had not been there to protect us. Right, so that is what he's saying, yeah. Matthew Wilde was visiting his partner's house when they saw a panther-like animal banging against the window frame. What did you do? Go out there, shoo it away, did you? Uh, The 30-year-old went out to shut the window, right, Uh, but claims the cat suddenly reappeared and took a swipe at him. Dude, the panther wanted to have a go at you. You would be you'd be a goner pal you'd be a goner it was very intent on getting in like honestly you can't even begin to imagine what a six foot panther would look would be like like just you would be absolutely terrified it it would just ruin you it would go through you like a bloody (sighs) it would go through you like a cram of, of 30 pound nose bag up the nose, straight out the arse. That's how you know. That's how <laughs> you better make sure you do it in the toilet because as soon as it goes up the nose, you're going to have to spin straight around and sit down. That's how quickly it go through you. Um, I was trying to get through the window. I thought it had gone and went out to shut the window and it went to get me. I, it grabbed my hand through the window. I used to work with animals and this thing was like nothing I'd ever seen. It was worse than anything on telly. Uh, oh, here we go. Matt, a martial arts fan, fan from Helston, Cornwall, said he was lucky to have very tough skin or the cat would have drawn blood. He is a liar. He is making all of this. I bet oh, there are no pictures of him, but I bet you he was wearing a UFC T-shirt. <laughs> um, he said that the animal looked like a domestic cat crossed with a panther. The fears the big cat may be breeding with local moggies. In Porthleven, Cornwall, he added, If I was standing on the floor, it would be reaching about six feet. I would say it's a domestic cat crossed with a panther because of its tone, strength and might. You judged it on its might, yeah? You've you've made the assessment, yeah, about what sort of cross between domesticated cats and wild cats it is based on tone, strength and might. That's your three-point criteria for judging the species of cats, is it, Matt? Yeah? It growled deeper and louder than anything on Tarzan, except the lion. It's definitely a wild cat. Hey, this guy is a proper fantasist. He says it was a good thing that he was there to protect his girlfriend. Hadn't been there and kept it from her. If he hadn't been there and kept it, kept it from her, he would have eaten her. Matthew says his girlfriend didn't know what to make of it, adding that she was horrified. Uh, he said, I phoned the police. They weren't interested. and threatened to take action against me if I called again. He's a maniac. He needs to be stopped. I would question whether or not he's holding that woman captive. I think it's certainly possible. I think um, I think he needs to be looked into. All I'm saying, check his hard drive. Just a simple scan of the hard drive. I think it's all that's required here. But clearly he is a dangerous, confused individual. And he needs to be stopped. <laughs> Uh, right, okay, one more to, to play us out. Uh, let's have... Uh, oh, dear. 
Um, to play us out, let's have Acetate by Lime Wax. Another very nice bit. Definite fan of this. Yeah, we saying he's probably wearing a tap out t-shirt. You're right, this is a contender for Shoe Thrower of the Week. I would put this before Baseline Smith, to be honest. Yeah, everyone is in agreement about the tap-out t-shirt. Seven stone overweight, Slazinger joggers and a tap-out tee. He's an avid MMA fan, but thinks it's gay when it goes to the ground. Thinks they should stand and bang like men. Thinks that Connor tapped early and that he'd never tap. Who's gonna know that you have no idea what this Thinks is? that dumb jujitsu sh- shit would never work in the street. <laughs> like you've always had this in your arsenal. Pitching rotation, here we go. <laughs> just leaves me time to shout out the VIP list this is a fine bunch of humans that are supporting the station supporting the show helping to allow me to do this show every day with these that coffee down there and these memes in here fine bunch of humans if you want your name on this list read out at the end of every show all you have to do is head over to our Patreon page there is a link on the website if you go to threshold.fm and click on support the station or there is a link in the YouTube description and if you support for $10 a month or more, then you get your name on this list right out at the end of every show. It's Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom, Tom Ryan, Reese Musson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R., Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Puck, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J., Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt. Uh, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Ansub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Cho Ryder, Andrew Heischelback, John Finnison, BDR Crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Gennady Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hendo Bartendo, Lady Squiffington, and Liam the Menace Underwood. Well, we're on to more limelights now, why not? Why the bl- How long was that last one? About two and a half minutes long. That's a disgrace. It's appalling. If you want to support in a different way, you can buy a lovely piece of Threshold.fm merch. There are some hot bits actually in there now. You can get Rankins Records t-shirts. You can get Lobster Crew t-shirts, Lobster Supreme t-shirts. You can get Church of the Shoe Thrower t-shirts, Lobster Crew back print. 
Church of the Shoe Thrower sweatshirts. Oh, we're all in there. Dominate your social circle with a bit of Threshold merch. Big ass to Demi, currently drinking coffee out of her threshold mug. Right, have a good weekend, y'all. Be decent to yourselves, be decent to others. Eat some good food, go to the gym, go see some friends. You know, paint a self-portrait, build a house, do what you got to do. Probably be fine. I'll be back on Monday, 10 a.m., with more coffee and memes. Uh, Tuesday evening, MCID will be in for a podcast. That'd be fun. Hopefully have some more guests on next week as well. Stay locked, yeah. I'm afraid all the mugs have sold out, uh, but uh, I'll get some some new, well, that was a limited run of the double drop in the nine mugs, I'll get some normal threshold ones. Also, just putting this out there, in I'm estimating a month, maybe a little bit, maybe six weeks, I'm going to be looking to take someone on part-time for mornings, from nine in the morning till probably about 12. It will be a paid internship, I guess, just looking at how and quite, yes, quite how I'm going to raise the money, but I'll work it out. It'll be someone to basically produce the show, they'll be sourcing humorous articles, getting tunes prepared, doing cameras, putting up, you know, stuff on the screen. You know, they'll be expected to probably uh, suffer some sort of bullying on air from me. <laughs> no, I'm nice, really. And uh, generally, you know, basically fulfill the role of uh, the young Jamie on Joe Rogan's podcast. You know, required to Google any sort of salient information that needs to be Googled. That sort of thing. You know, keep me company in my old age. Uh, so... If anyone is, uh, the studio is in Peckham, South London. If anyone is really, really desperate for that position, you can get in touch. Will at threshold.fm. You'd need to have decent knowledge of streaming, editing audio. Look, it's playing this bloody baseline Smith track again. I don't, there's no need for it. Decent, uh, yes, basically, I need a young Jamie, as uh, someone's saying in the chat. Um, 
but yeah, they we would need some video editing skills, chopping up videos, uploading videos, that sort of thing. You would need audio editing skills, you know, trimming podcasts, getting that up, that sort of thing. Some live skill, live streaming knowledge, some camera knowledge, you know, ge- just a general overview of everything. Um, and to be a fundamentally likable human being. That's also very important. And probably a uh, strong constitution and a decent sense of humour. But, uh, yeah, I'm just saying maybe probably, well, four to six weeks, I think, is probably the amount of time that it's going to take me to get stuff together to find. Because uh, I don't want someone to come and do it for free because then it's just, it's a bit sort of, uh, I don't know, it's a bit ridiculous, isn't it? So it will be part-time hours and it will be above minimum wage. <laughs> so let's, let's put it that way. It'll be better, better than working at Subway. Um what will there be left for me to do? I'll just um, just talk jive, basically. Just talk the turp, dance. Uh, I'll get into it with Wesley Snips. Um, we can really... Uh, me and Snips can air our do- dirty laundry in public. We can argue about our relationship. It's a complex relationship between man and lobster. You have to understand. So, yeah, putting that out there. Putting that out there. Email me, will, at threshold.fm, if that would interest you. And I uh, love you all. Have a good weekend. Uh, thank you for being wonderful humans. Uh, Take care of yourself. Oh, the internet's fucked. Okay, goodbye.